Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Today in business from Wired. How some Americans are breaking out of political echo chambers. A growing number of people are seeing a wider diversity of news sources or opinions contrary to their own to combat information silos within social media. By Matt Fuchs. Last October, students in Sarah Candler's seventh grade English class in rural Tennessee were discussing the presidential election, echoing each other's pro Trump sentiments. One student dared the others, Who's a Democrat anyway? A lone girl raised her hand. I saw looks aghast from the other kids, recalls Candler. Then Candler, too, raised her hand. The closed-minded dialogue troubled Candler. She began searching online for resources beyond her go-to mainstream news sources, such as the New York Times, to help her understand others' politics. She found All Sides, a site founded by former Netscape director John Gable that displays headlines on the same stories from left, center, and right-leaning outlets. Candler is among a small but growing number of Americans who are trying to break out of information silos. They are searching for sites like All Sides, The Flip Side, which summarizes conservative and liberal news on one policy issue each day, and Ground News, which shows how various stories are covered by left, center, and right-leaning outlets. For video, their tube displays simulated YouTube feeds for conservatives, liberals, conspiracy theorists, and climate deniers. We're in a country where people are either polarized or apathetic, says Jonathan Haidt, a social psychologist at NYU who founded Heterodox Academy, a nonprofit that seeks to encourage viewpoint diversity, particularly on college campuses. Adds Gable, the All Sides founder, We have to get people outside of their information bubbles, but also their relationship bubbles. 
The majority of U.S. adults say one-sided information on social media is a major problem, though many might mean only information that counters their own beliefs. Visitors to sites like Allsides seek out views at odds with their own. They enjoy discussing political differences more than the fleeting satisfaction of tribal disputes on Facebook. Some are troubled by how their friend circles and social media followers mirror their own beliefs. A few, such as Candler, are looking to understand friends or acquaintances with differing political stances. Alan Staney, an out-of-work graphics designer in Tallahassee, Florida, voted twice for Obama and then twice for Trump. Being politically heterodox just seems to make me enemies, he says. I've always felt politically homeless. That feeling can extend to his family, where he navigates tensions between his liberal wife, a Biden supporter, and her conservative parents. He's visited the flip side and ground news. The more I looked into things like the flip side, the more I could understand her parents' arguments, he says. When he jokes about politics, half the room turns against him, depending on which side he's teasing. They've resisted his advice to check out sites like Flipside. Syra Blair was 18 when she was elected to the West Virginia House of Delegates as a Republican, which at the time made her the youngest person in the U.S. ever elected to state office. After leaving office in 2018, she tried to read six newspapers and magazines every morning to get a full range of perspectives. But finding the time was a struggle now that her job didn't focus on current events and the subscription fees added up. She grew frustrated with the biases in what she read. I started going down my own path, she says, searching out the flip side and all sides. She fell in love with Divided We Fall, another site that aims to bridge political divides. These resources helped her piece together what felt like the true stories behind important events. Today, Blair thinks her positions are more nuanced. Recently, she appreciated an article on Divided We Fall about the benefits of transgender women playing sports with cisgender women before learning about West Virginia's legislation to ban their participation. If she were still in office, I would do things differently having read that article, she says. Overall, she'd have a more balanced, educated platform. These sites didn't exist when I first ran, and I really wish they had. She also regularly checks Blindspotter, a tool offered by Ground News that classifies a user's Twitter actions as skewing left or right based on the person's tweets, retweets, and other interactions with liberal or conservative news sources. Blair aspires to gymnast-like balance, 50% interactions with sources from the left and 50% from the right. What's needed is a way to curate and find the best thinking from left and right, says Height, who created an online library for this purpose with videos, books, and essays. To better understand perspectives on the left, for example, the library offers sources such as Edmund Fawcett's essay Reclaiming Liberalism. Choose the library door on the right, and you'll find thought pieces like Yuval Levin's A Conservative Governing Vision. Height also reads The Flipside and All Sides Daily. Use of these sites is growing, but their numbers remain tiny compared with Facebook. All Sides has more than 190,000 Instagram followers, while the flip side has 250,000 subscribers. It's far from clear that they'll make a difference when social media behemoths create information silos and nudge many toward tribalism and extremism. Other experiments aim to shift the social media experience away from outrage and virtue signaling. What if status on social media hinged on traits such as open-mindedness? 
The Flipside and Duke's Polarization Lab are each working on social platforms toward this end. The Flipside's version will elevate posts enjoyed by people with different ideologies. The more likes by conservatives for a liberal's post, for example, the more often it will be displayed to other users. Candler, the teacher, recently discovered the Reddit forum Change My View, where people share opinions and award points to others whose replies help them think differently. Brett Johnson, CMV's lead moderator who describes his politics as center-left, says the forum has enhanced his empathy for conservatives. Johnson, of Houston, disagreed with Trump's support of coal miners in 2016. Then he saw a thread on CMV that explored why coal miners feel left behind, lacking realistic work options. I still don't think coal is coming back, but it helped me realize they're victims of this, he says. Others are relying on information and discussion to bridge divides. Height, the NYU psychologist, developed a tutorial called Open Mind for schools and businesses to help students and employees communicate across differences. It includes lessons on finding common ground, reframing us-versus-them thinking, and curbing emotions when sharing opinions. The training lasts just a few hours, but Height believes providing it to newcomers to an organization can change the internal culture. Rather than targeting individuals, he says, you have to change norms within existing groups. Stanford Center for Deliberative Democracy brings together registered voters with different political beliefs, unlike the birds of a feather effect of social networks, to talk through thorny issues in groups of about 8 to 15 people. Participants are identified randomly and polled on their views before and after the deliberations. Before the meetings, participants are assigned readings summarizing arguments for and against the policies that will be discussed. This approach can shift partisan attitudes. After a 2019 deliberation, Republican support for giving visas to low-skilled workers rose to 71% from 50%, while the share of Democrats wanting to increase the federal minimum wage fell to 59% from 82%. Over the weekend, all sides hosted an event featuring one-on-one video discussions pairing Democrats and Republicans. The hope is that these more personal interactions will lead to more respectful debate than faceless Twitter tirades. Relationships are what lead to change, says Gable. As we've seen with some social media sites, when groups expand in size, they often lose the intimacy that helped make them enjoyable and constructive. Both the Stanford Center and All Sides hope to convene thousands of these small groups simultaneously on the same issues. Sharon McMahon is bringing fact-based political discussion to another forum. Instagram. The former high school civics teacher saw her Sharon Says So account expand to 600,000 followers after the January 6th attack on the Capitol. She taught for years in liberal Silver Spring, Maryland, before moving to more moderate Duluth, Minnesota, fostering an appreciation for different political climates. Until you can passionately make arguments for both sides, she says, you don't understand the issue. Her account offers overviews intended to be factual and neutral on controversial topics like Georgia's recent voting law changes, shares strategies for having more nuanced, productive debates, and polls her followers of all political stripes. It's interesting to see others' opinions and realize, most of the time, we want the same thing, says Leah Henley, a right-leaning graduate student in Neosho, Missouri. Results of McMahon's poll on gun control showed Henley that while many liberals want to improve background checks, they don't necessarily want to take all guns away, as she had believed. 
I was truly shocked, she says. Primary sources helped, too. McMahon frequently points her followers to all relevant sections of the Constitution, not just the ones they agree with. What does it mean for citizens to keep and bear arms, she asks them. We can't pretend the Constitution doesn't say what it says. Candler is bringing McMahon's influences and all-sides classroom materials to her students. She's asking them to summarize others' viewpoints before their own, and proudly trumpeting examples of their reflection and empathy on Facebook. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.